0: You are entering the Shungite Zone This is the Shungite Radio Show Produced by Cosmic Reality Radio And welcome to Shungite Reality It's March 21st, 2023 My name is Nancy Hopkins I'm glad that you're all here with us and this program and all of the things that we do on cosmic reality are sponsored by mysticalwares.com and i am very fortunate that i have the owner of mysticalwares.com derek Condit, with me and mark joseph and walt silva so um good morning derek
1: good morning Nancy. Good morning, Nancy.
0: did you get weirded out because it was your ad again I'm i was not the
1: speaker <laughs> yeah,
0: he doesn't like listening to his own voice you know I when I started out I liked listening to my shows because I was listening to see what I might be doing wrong and what I should be doing right and uh, now it's like I'm like you it's like no wish you shut up please stop talking <laughs> so I understand that and good morning Mark
2: morning, Nancy. morning, Nancy. morning everybody
3: and Walter. Good morning Good everybody, morning. thank you for having me here and I'm um, sorry that we have this echo every time we speak. You're getting <laughs> it,
0: an
1: echo again?
3: Well, well I heard, sure heard, sure I heard.
1: I you say, say that too, so do I. Yeah
3: he's saying it three times over. <laughs>
1: I guess we well, ask people in chat. If okay.
0: All answers. right. No, they're hearing it now, too. I think it's my mic. I have no idea why there's a feedback on it. But I'm going to mute myself. You guys talk and see if you hear the echo go away.
1: Okay. No problem. I'll chit-chat here for a second. Um, nope. I'm not hearing it. Do you hearing me echo well? Nope. Not at all. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's your mic, Nancy. So maybe it's... Huh. And she, she, she's she got a, a blue yeti doesn't she yeah so she's got a similar one as me so it must be coming double back through somehow but i'm trying to think of the broadcaster the radio broadcaster i know she can hear us now so that's maybe is she hands- using
3: a headset or she's
1: no, no. She, doesn't. no she doesn't use a headset so i'm
0: using the- i'm using a headset oh
1: she's using a headset um okay make sure the microphone on the headsets disabled and not
0: what do you mean i don't have a microphone on the headset okay it's in the it's when i mute the (laughs) mic on the on the blue yeti the echo goes away when i'm talking do you hear an echo it's when you guys start talking correct
1: yeah and i wanted to just now speak over you for a second i did and i didn't hear the echo so we might be good did you do something
0: yeah, I'm muting the I'm muting the mic. No, I know,
1: but now I want to speak over you, like I just did again for a reason, which means right. it's girl- are,
0: are you are you hearing an echo now? No. no. See, this is another thing: is that it sometimes is there and then it sometimes goes away. I've had it, I've had it do it on a, a show. I'm sorry, audience. We're just trying to work through a little thing there because Ani Avedisian two shows in a row when she started talking. And I was muted. She got echo- we got echoing on the tape, and then it disappeared. So I don't know if we're being listened to and they're screwing around or whatever. But as long as the echo is gone, if you hear the echo again, then I'll mute myself.
1: Yep, no problem. We'll just go on the show.
0: Okay. So, um, well, first off, let's let's just tell people that you did do a, a trip down to Arizona. And you might want to, um, you know, just tell them what you got. I, I hope you got some pictures, but
1: um, I'll have to check and see. And to be totally honest, I do so much so fast. That I forgot about that trip because it was almost a week ago now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Oh, oh that. Uh, so we didn't talk anything about the hail or anything like that anywhere yet. Right.
0: No, I mentioned it on Cosmic Reality. Oh, okay, I mean, it, we don't have to get into all that. I don't really no, 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 no. I want to. I want to talk about it because it was so. It was so bizarre.
1: But isn't that but isn't a that subject, subject for mute uh, uh, class? class? There's the echo, There's the echo end, echo by way. the way.
3: Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I can hear it. Oh, I wonder what that is all about. And we can get into that. So you're not. I'll let you play with that. I'll just tell you what Nancy, You mess around with your end. See what you can do. Um, jump in anytime I'm gonna start telling them about the Arizona trip so what we're talking about is I did yet another um, road trip from Washington State down to Quartzsite Arizona this time um, and that's again I've, I mentioned before my dad has some property down there in a, a valley nearby and I stay there it's about a five minute drive um, and there's some stores down there I, I get um, some access to their their containers and their warehouses and stuff like that so long story short restocking lots of stuff um, for mystical stores store. And this time, because you asked what I got, Nancy, let me think about what may be interesting because, you know, on this whole show, everybody's not going to be all about rocks and crystals and jams and things like that. Don't worry. Um, but we're going to talk about it for just a little bit until we figure out the audio issue. What I brought back this time that, and also another aspect of it, some of these things are disappearing by the way. Um, like malachite, you can't really get any much. It's artificial stuff. They're they're actually blending things together and just making artificial stuff. Same with fluorite. Um, so there's a lot of that happening I'm seeing out there. And then, of course, that fake shungite as well. Uh, that rigor, I forget what it's even called. Um, but regardless. So the other things I brought back, let me think here, would be, and I hate being on a spot like this because I haven't even given that any thought since I returned with a just a truckload of stuff lots of um rose quartz has been coming out too so they must have a massive mine and i don't know if you know anything about that wall but on how big that might be but it must be big because i've seen boulders um just this is arizona yeah they're bringing it in yeah oh heck they're not getting from this is from madagascar so yeah but they're bringing it into quartzite and or tucson and sometimes um colorado depending on the show and time of year but quartzite's uh a couple permanent spots that I know about. That's why I keep going there about every, I don't know, lately it's about every four months um, getting different things. So then I, I talk to the owners, of course, and see his palettes coming in and what, what they're making. A whole lot of this stuff is just straight up artificial or enhanced. Like people will see big amethyst angel or butterfly like wings. So that would be the purplish quartz, I know you guys know, but the purplish color quartz crystal um, in a lot of stores like mystical Wares, and they're, they're all made and there's nothing, you know, per se wrong with making them, but I, I, my buddy who owns a store down in Quartz, I show me a broken one he got shipped in. Cause he sells them. I has a big piece of metal going through there. It's, it's basically concrete with a backing on it. And they put some kind of, and even more, well, you may know, I don't know, but they do heat these up and cook them to super grow these crystals. And then on the inside. So it looks like a big cut geode. Uh, and then enhance them with, with metals and then heat that up. So it's a dust, which gives it the purple or the yellow. So a lot of citrines fake as well. Um, even smoky quartz. So they're getting quartz crystals and doing what they call enhancing them.
3: I know that a lot of citrine is, is just cooked yep. uh, amethyst.
1: That's exactly what it is. When
3: uh, uh, the um, enchanted rock garden, a local place here, the... Uh, The owner is actually um, uh, a a geologist, (laughs) so so you can't ask for somebody who knows uh, a bit above about stones. And uh, he showed me uh, specimens of real made citrine, made you know real from nature, and it doesn't look like commercial citrine because commercial citrine looks like lemon yellow because it's been baked. So it's amethyst that's been baked, so it changes the color. Uh, But uh, nature-made citrine looks more like amber. It's different color to the texture of it. So he knows, yeah, he reminds me of you. Just look at something and he knows if it's man-made or altered in some way.
1: Oh, yeah. There's people that like those stuff that's called aura quartz, where it also gets sprayed with a titanium or different metals. Depending <clears> on <throat> on heated up or put in a vacuum. And long story short, comes out with a rainbowish hue all over the crystal. And that's loosely called aura quartz. There's lots of variations on that, um, depending on the, the the base crystal they start. With. And they're doing it now. I saw it the other day when I was down there. White, <clears throat> excuse me, white halite, which is not a crystal. Of course, you know, um, and then they still enhance them that and Labradorite and other ones, which would be rocks or minerals. They'll spray the same coating on, heat them up, and then you know, then you get that shiny rainbow hue to them. And well, that's uh, aqua
3: aura right. is uh, what do you call it? Uh,
1: they spray it with uh, gold, isn't it? Yeah, that one is correct. Yep, and they'll do it well sometimes in layers because I found stuff they gave me that because sometimes I get unopened cases of things. And I don't know what's inside or they're mismarked. And if I'm there alone, which I often am, I'm just just I'll have to get pictures at some point, show you the amount of stuff I'm having to buy and then push it over the cart. And so sometimes I've to cut corners and I, you know, or again, let's which is usually the case. And I find stuff like the rainbow aura quartz where it's layered. So think quartz crystal cluster, maybe four inches tall. The top inch will be just stunning uh, rainbowish blue and then you know, hardcore lined, and then it goes to red and green and, you know, whatever, um, and those things are, they must dip them or something there, but they're real crystals on the underside, uh, but I'm not a big fan of those things. I don't use them for anything whatsoever, um, but they are crystals. I mean, so it's still uh, the container that is there. I'd rather not have all that fake stuff on my my container, as I call it, well, what
0: what what's it doing to the molecular configuration of the crystal it's got to be altering it correct
1: what it's doing <clears throat> I'll reword that excuse me I have a big throat issues last couple of weeks um, what it, when i look at it when i use it and try to use it energetically like literally drop them in my hand it's basically useless to me that way because it's just like disrupting the natural i'll just say natural energy flow mm-hmm. that each crystal has and by the way all crystals aren't the same Um, because some people think, well, I need a quartz for this. No, it depends if it's a cluster, a point, which way those are pointing, that matters too. And not that you need to have a manual describing, well, at this angle, it means that hold the thing, perceive it and go from there. But I will, I'm only making the bigger point that each one is different. So don't necessarily, and again, not that anybody's saying it, that the citrine is this, that one, that, because it does matter in the shape and that gets us into a whole Vogel cut. We don't need to get into, but just shaped crystals that absolutely have an effect on the energies. Um, But yeah, uh, Nancy, did I tell you anything? Oh, and I didn't get it done, like you mentioned. By tomorrow, sorry, but tomorrow, we'll have on mysticalwars.com website. It's the first time I've ever seen them. Little mini, I got to find one. I sat one around here somewhere. Uh, Maybe at best two inches across skull so a shungite carved skull and little guy no, i do have him in front of me a little i don't know two to three inch shungite carved elephant so those are really cool and i'm only mentioning that because those are a couple new shapes and sizes we've had the large skulls which are like very expensive so i only bought a handful of them um and even some of those showed up damaged so the little guys are really nice so those will be available soon i thought i'd mention that for those that maybe are into the carvings because it's other until now, there's been no carvings. The carvings have been resin cast that they put on top of a Shungite slab, and have been selling online, telling you this is shungite And I've seen that all over the internet for several years. And every um, wholesaler I go to, they try to say buy these Shungite carvings, and I'll I'll be real clear and point one out to them, um, and they know it. So, do um, I think about what else, if we even want to continue on that? What I brought back? Did I mention anything to you, Nancy?
0: not really and not too <clears throat> so much
1: different yeah
0: i think it was some of the regular nothing that jumped out that you were talking about yeah
1: that's why i wasn't going to get into it much because it wasn't a show where they guys i got guys down in brazil who come up with just like 56 foot tables stacked with you know one two three hundred pound quartz crystals clusters point i mean name it that's not what this was this time um in fact even a couple of places where Oddly enough, closed, and we checked their website. And I drove twenty-two hours straight to get there. Yeah, I stopped for gas and uh, an attempt at sleep, um, but going straight there to find the store, cl- and they didn't have it on the website either. But luckily, I had other spots because you know I've been down there a lot, so it wasn't a, a loss by any means. Um, it just it, it's what it was meant to be. Um, so that's oh the well we don't want to get in that either and say it's local stuff. We're going to start the the metaphysical fairs psychic fairs um back here at mystical wares we bought a 40 foot by 20 foot tent um that we're gonna we're already putting up so we're gonna have that ready starting all that again the classes for those that are local ramp up again and things like that I don't know if you want to get into the book now or later or... well you just brought it I up brought, I was just gonna say well I just brought it up anyway um so for those of you what I'm talking about and this won't really take long. Um, Because there's not much to say. I did do a posting on Facebook. Um, So I've started writing a book, I don't know, a couple days ago, I guess. Um, I I should have probably had a graphic up. Um, So it's called The Mystic Shungite Beekeeper. And it tells my whole backstory, bio, a lot of stuff I've never gotten into that I didn't know. Nancy, this is the interesting part. Excuse me. As I've been sitting down to write in these pockets of time, I, I glean out of my day. All of a sudden, I don't know, some. I'll just say I go into the metaphysical space real quickly. And I've never written a thing in my life of any consequence. So I'm not a writer um, by any stretch of the imagination. I have no idea what I'm doing. But I'm sitting down doing it, and I'm, I'm getting into whatever zone I'm getting into really quickly. And, and I'm bringing this up because most people know my 3D memory usually gets taken from me or wiped to a huge degree. And that's from childhood on. It's going to sound odd, but for as long as I can remember, um, but I do remember that occurring to me when I was younger that like well, other people can actually store this stuff, and for some reason I wasn't able to, and that's a whole other story. Why? So, and I'm getting this because then writing, it's coming in intuitively. So I'm channeling, and I didn't. I'm not sitting down going, turn on the psychic channel, there. bring in the. I'm not, and I'm not bringing in some. I'm actually, I haven't even gotten in that section yet My ears are ringing now As I as I sit here and start looking at that um, So I'm really, I'm in my bio now So who knows what's going to come into the next part of the book Where I actually do start doing that But what I'm getting at is I'm bringing back I'm being given memories That I should be sharing That I hadn't even remembered in I mean, you know what? Sometimes forty years I'm in my mid-50s um, So we're talking about going back a long way So that's interesting to me That all of a sudden I'm sitting on the computer again I'm not doing anything intentionally other than sitting down getting ready to write and all of a sudden I'm having a currency I don't know I, again I've never done it so I don't know what it's called um downloads I don't like that term but so I'm getting help it's,
0: so, it's, it's not good. it's not downloads it's yeah, so much so much of it so much as it is I found that even doing a show that What the people need to hear, what you need to release at that time in that place, is we can call it intuition, but it's more like our higher selves, our our higher self saying, you know, this is this is. Remember this. Now, let me ask you this because a lot of times when I'm in quotes remembering, I feel like it's more of a actual. How to explain it? Uh, remote view
1: that's what it, funny i was literally just going to tell you that that's exactly what i was doing I, I remote perceive is my weird play on those terms um because i don't like the limit not that you're saying you're limiting anything and i know you do it as well but i say the remote perceiving thing um and that is exactly what was happening so i sit down there i don't just get normal memories evidently and i don't know how do you compare something that you can't tangibly interact with with someone else other than trying to describe it in a limited vocabulary. So good luck. So I don't know. All of a sudden, yes, I'm there again. So I was, oh, good description because I got into a story of an underground bunker. I told, I don't know, a little bit of this came out somewhere in some show. Um, One of Hitler's places they drug me to in Germany and blah, blah, blah. Um, and when I was doing this writing in the book, I could then pick up on more that I had no, we'll just call it, I guess, <laughs> physical memory. Not that that makes sense. Um, But no memory of until I revisited it. So that was interesting. And and more things than that. That's just one of the instances. So I don't know. Anybody who writes
0: a book, you know, really gets into it like you're doing now. It really is a very special kind of let's sit back and see where we're at. And you do get a perspective on, well, I did that, and I did that, and I did that. Oh, no wonder I know this, this, and this. It really is a self, you look at yourself and the things that you've done, and the, the ones that matter are the ones that you're going to remember. And again, remember, I'm I'm putting that in quotes, because I'm not sure if it's technically as a member, or you actually do a remote view of it. Because... It's, a lot of times it's like I'm, I'm going like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it's like, I didn't even see that. You know what I'm saying? When it happened.
1: Oh yeah. And I'm finding myself just having to pull punches or store a lot of them actually, or this isn't get too fat of a book. And everybody's warning me about keeping it short because it's going to too many pages, too expensive to print. And we talked a little bit about that. And I'm like, that you're not kidding about that. That's like crazy expensive. Um, so, I don't know. I, I, I'm figuring it out. We don't need to keep going on that, but I'm just Yeah, it'd be too much if I did it, because I'm trying to do a chapter of a bio. I'm not trying to do a book biography. I, mean, I don't want to bore the hell out of everybody. I'm just trying to give you a chapter so you get a little more insight and then we jump from there. Kind of like... You know, uh,
3: uh, pardon me. I, I know that you're like humble to a fault, but that business of you don't want to bore everybody. Uh, I know I tend to do that as well. But the thing is that You don't know if maybe describing an event that happened to you and you think, I don't want to bore everybody with this. It's just something simple that happened to me. But that may strike a chord with somebody who needs to hear that. So you're somebody needs to hear this and you're denying them that I know that we want to be humble and, and whatever. And. No, you're not being arrogant by sharing your story. You're actually helping because we're all part of the human collective. So you don't know. Your your story might have hit a chord on somebody, and they need to hear that. Even even though it's insignificant to you, but it's very significant to
1: somebody else. No, so, I, I appreciate that because literally when you were saying that, I got my, we'll just say, I like that jokingly, etheric sign language. My response back for it. Pay attention, fool. So that's basically what I was. <laughs> yeah, I'm, i I'll be humble. I'm. I'm not kidding. So if you know, I'm not. I'll pay attention. So no, coming. Derek, you, if I'm you gonna...
0: if you remember something, write it. You're being told this needs to be heard by somebody. You know, I mean, you you're really just a messenger. You know, and you've got to use <clears throat> the experiences that you've had to be able to give them to others, just like Walt is saying. So put it, just write it. Don't question it. Just put it down. You can always
1: take it out. Yeah, I was literally just thinking that too. I'm like, oh yeah, I can always pull that later if I need to. So I might as well write it and figure out somebody to proofread the thing. So if it gets too too fat of a chapter or something. Okay, no, I'll go with that. I'm a, we'll see. I'll see where it goes. Because it's, it's halfway fun with me sitting down actually taking out a fifth gear life that I'm in always. I'm um, going down to maybe fourth. And then remembering these things and going back, I'm like, and I had a bunch of aha moments. My, I'm like, Oh, that's right. Cause then I go into the memory of, you know, I lived in Hawaii for some time and I go, so I go into this memory trying to bring recall this certain person and a tree. There's a lot of stuff there. And then all of a sudden I remember this part of it because I'm looking around and then it goes from there. And that's when I start going, Oh no, just shut that door. Cause I can't add five more pages of this again. I don't know where to land on this thing um, size wise, but we, we can talk about all that off air if you
0: want. Um, all right, I'm going to give you another another yeah. guidance. Okay, you can always write a second book. You don't. Have to <laughs> yeah. all I didn't even want to all. write one. <laughs> you know, so if you're if you're into the biography right now, write a biography and then give them the next book, which is you know the lessons and the learning in detail. You don't have to. Self-edit yourself when you're writing. You have got to let it all come out. Uh, I just know this because I've written the books, and it's like the one when you start to get too technical, it's not too technical, you know, because there's somebody out there that needs it. You you can't be editing what your reader is going to take in just give it to everybody everything that you're feeling put it down and if right now you're going with a biography don't think of limiting it you can write another book and
3: biographies are the things that make it real so instead of making a super he- super long super heavy book like nancy says just one book at a time so you're focused on the bio so that's it just focus on So it'll be a short book and it'll be an easy read because it's a short book. Now, then you can focus on something else. You don't have to, because we, we kind of, because you're not a writer and this is your training wheels on, on writing, we have this notion in our minds that, oh, I have to do it like other people do it. And other people, when they write this book, this is right, this encyclopedia where you see everything. No, you don't have, there's no rules saying, how you have to present your information so focus on the in fact if you if you focus like making it a one chapter at a time okay and you you're focusing on the bio okay it'll make it an, an easier read because if somebody wants to read something about it instead of going uh, searching through the entire book okay I'm going to find the chapter where he's talking about the technique no and he has to go through the everything no you just go grab the copy that deals with techniques and then or uh, grab the copy that deals with bio and and everything is set isolated in, in its own little section. So there there there's no set rules on how you have to present your book. It's up to you. It, it's, the book is is presenting you. So you you're shaping it. Nobody else is shaping it. But but you uh, unfortunately in the in the in the book world because you know I spent many years in in New York on a lot of uh writers good writers um a lot of their career or their talent gets wasted because when they go they go visit a professional editor see who will publish their book right so that editor sees talent in you, sees capacity in you, but that editor is thinking of money signs floating in the air. So he wants to squeeze that cow for whatever it's worth. So he really doesn't care which is the best way for you to relay your message. He just wants to present the information in such a way that it's easily digestible by the public and be able to make more, more money, as much money as possible. So... Very rarely where you going to have a, a, an editor that's going to make you write what you want as opposed to what the industry wants. <laughs> so that's the, that's the first thing that's important, okay? What, what is the message that you want to relay? What do you people, what do you, somebody's grabbing this book, for example, okay. Yeah, you're focusing on the bio. And somebody's saying, oh, you know, you should read the bio on this person. Okay, what do you think a person would want to get out of here, would get from this? Well, it's the bio about a person who has all these um, metaphysical talents and capacities. I want to know what the person did and how they went about doing it and what are their attitudes and their philosophies. So, okay, okay, so that's what they're going to get out. You don't have to say, uh, and I used to use... On Wednesday, only red socks, and on Thursday, only blue socks. No, they don't want stuff like that. But the stuff that comes natural to you. And please don't. This is a... When you're writing, don't write the way you talk. Remember that. (laughs) Because this is is good nature criticism on my part. I don't like that you keep interrupting yourself. If you're going to express a thought or an idea from beginning to end, then, and you as you're done expressing the idea, you can add details that you think are important. But don't interrupt yourself when you're explaining something. It's, it's very annoying, and it, you lose track of where you are. So you can hate me for saying this, but I mean it in... Uh, in, in <laughs> this is heartfelt advice. No, I know your your capacity is amazing, it's just that you're trying to express so many thoughts at once, it actually gets in the way of, okay, what is Derek trying to say? We don't we don't all process thought at the speed that you do, so you have to wind it down for us idiots, folk. <laughs>
1: No, I get it. no, I appreciate the input no i will I'll do that and just continue through. because I mean where else can I do it if I'm going to do it? I might as well take advantage of writing the book, put it in yeah. there so
3: and what? have you seen have you seen out there you don't even need to you don't need the input of a of a professional uh, editor because now there's so many um what do you call it um, writing software things that are actually that's their job they'd like shape you the stuff that you're trying to depending on what it is that you're on a romance novel or whatever uh it, it they actually help you shape your the your prose so that it's more it's easily readable so sometimes i have come across uh, very good uh, writers good in the sense that i want to read what they have to say they are saying something important but unfortunately the way they express themselves it's so convoluted it's like what is this person trying to say? And I have to go back and read it again. And he's like, for, uh, I'll give you an example. There's a, there's a, a professional, a doctor who, who's a professional um, uh, hypnotherapist. His name is Hans Tendam. I think he's uh, Dutch. And uh, there, uh, Eric Christopher, my friend who, who introduced me to the 15 step process, he lent me the book, because Hansen then, is he's a well-known authority in in, in hypnotherapy and psychotherapy, and uh, he's uh, collaborated with Dr. Costa in the past. So he, uh, Derek uh, Eric him be in this book. So I can read this is this is was the reference material that he that he uh, used in, in a lot of his practice, and the thing is like. I'm looking at the book, I read the first chapter, then I kind of skimmed through the following chapters and the structure of it made no sense to me because I said to to Eric, I said, this this makes no sense. Why didn't he start writing the book on chapter six and and take it from there? Because as as you're reading the chapter, the content, he keeps referencing and then in chapter six, but okay, so chapter one is ch- referencing chapter six that you're going to meet some information there that's important. Okay, then you go to chapter two and and then in chapter six, it's like, Jesus, this guy keeps referencing a chapter that's in the future. Just begin telling your story with chapter six, then everything else follows, right? <laughs> and he says, yeah, I, I agree. The, the structure of the, the, the of the book could be more clear. You know, and this is, Professional writing. This is a, supposed to be like world class uh, hypnotherapist, and it was very difficult to follow the prose because he kept jumping. And then, and he, you know, every other paragraph, he's referencing this future, this chapter that you haven't read that yet because you're not there. Chapter six, and yet I'm on chapter three. Okay, so that- I'm I'm going to jump in here. I'm going <laughs> to I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to jump in here. Um, Derek, I happen to
0: disagree with him. I think that the best way to do it is to forget about the grammar and just talk to people. Just tell it like you tell it. I mean, I, I came up against this, oh, your grammar is and I said, I don't give a shit. I know that when I talk to somebody, my voice, my way of speaking, means something that gives information. I said, I don't have to be grammatically correct. Oh, yes, it's wonderful, but it's not, I'm not, I don't think of myself as a professional writer when I'm writing like a, like what we're talking about. I'm a communicator. So I'm not
3: going to focus on that because it will make you absolutely nuts. No, I didn't no, say focus on the, on the grammar. I just said, do not interrupt yourself when you're saying, an, when you're communicating an idea, you're transmitting a thought, an idea. Just say it from beginning to end, and then you can add items that you want, any items clarifying it. But don't don't interrupt what you're saying because it makes it more difficult. And I and I get it because he's processing so many thoughts at once. But no, I don't, I'm not saying focus on the grammar. That's a waste of time.
0: I had to uh, laugh when I was doing Junket Reality because Jan Shaw was my editor, and. I, I do. I like to have an editor. It's somebody that goes and looks at it in a different way. And if they're not hearing what I'm saying, then I can talk to them. But Jan, well, Jan and I would get into these really weird conversations because she's from Britain. And so certain words have a totally different meaning. you know. And this person that you're quoting there or talking about, Walt, you said he was Dutch. Well, maybe it was written in Dutch or and translated, or his English is, is he's still
3: thinking in Dutch. Okay. Oh, so he, uh, he, he, actually, uh, spoke fluent English. You, you couldn't tell that he's Dutch. <laughs>
0: uh, I think there's a difference between somebody who was fluently being able to communicate with their voice and then the writing. Um, but anyway, let's get on with the show here. Um, so Derek's writing a book <laughs> and maybe a number of books. But, uh, yeah, Derek, you can always write a second book. Just put it down. Just, Just get it out of you and put it down. And besides which, to be honest with you, I'd be much more inclined to read a biography of you than I would all the technical stuff because I've gone through a lot of courses, let's put with you, and I know what the technical stuff is. So I would love to see a biography of you. Because too many times you'll go, like he's, like Walt's referencing, oh, that's another story, that's another show. And I'm going like, oh, no, please tell me what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you got a lot to say. And your experiences are what make it rich, what make it real. So.
1: Yeah, I won't limit the biography. I'll just keep it, we'll see where it goes, like like we're talking about. And I'm keeping it all in this book, like the image I shared in chat. <laughs> It's taking everything i got to even start this one. So let alone, I might consider another one right now. That's why I'm going to put so much in it. And think it's a big book, it is what it is, I guess. Um, then they'll get all of it. The Shanghai Beehive stuff, the, the how Mystic Awareness came to be, how, you know, same with me, how I went from, you know, whatever to whatever, and we'll get into it all. Um, did you want to go, do you want to jump to the memory stuff, Walt and Nancy, that we talked about before the show?
0: Well, you brought it up.
1: (laughs) I tend to do that, don't I? Um, Because I didn't want to forget about it. Yeah. Um, What we're talking about, and I know you guys can get into it. You can run if you want. But from my perspective, um, I'll just kind of give you that first because I am babbling already. I'm talking about not just my memory, but um, because I do, I see a lot of clients and a lot of sessions. And I'm getting a similar feedback from many of them regarding their memory being affected in a, a negative way you're not being able to access um as as easily as before um and i don't have a, a date and time frame to put it in the calendar for you but that is something that seems to be changing recently including myself so we were chatting a little bit about that before the show uh and then nancy i don't know where you wanted to run with that um was there a topic that maybe you, you i think you and walt had said well, something no
0: about. yeah no walt walt had, had a uh, uh, a, a, a thing where he, he couldn't remember a simple thing like Lord Fork. And we we discussed on, on the Cosmic Reality show. And then yesterday or the day before, I don't know, all of a sudden I could not remember my dog's name. And it was like, well, wait a minute. Now, granted, I have a lot of four-leggeds around, but this is my best friend. You know, I'm going, and I said, Shiloh? Shiloh does that sound right and it didn't sound right to me and then I'm going yes of course his name is Shiloh why didn't that sound right to me you know and it reminded me that Walt was having and somebody else was having the same similar situation and it's it's you feel kind of stupid about it but you know if all of us it's are just ha-
3: scary as all heck i tell you that
0: <laughs> yeah if, if if we're all having this kind of breach and and i highly recommend that you listen to last week's uh cosmic was it say what show the say what show because uh, what what we got into was i played a clip where, and I can't even remember who it was, but this guy is going through all of the different energy changes that we were confronting. We all, not all of us, I suppose, but we were feeling things. We were talking about it. You know, it doesn't feel like the same place. And he was explaining everything from the Schumann residence all the way to a sun spot on, on, in the sun, to the black hole in the middle of the galaxy, things that we have talked about, but it was put together very, very well. And I highly recommend, it's in the first hour, You all you have to do is go to the archives and pick up the Shungi, uh say what show, excuse me, and, and take a listen to that because it was really profound in, in, profound information. I don't know if you know this, Derek, but the Schumann resonance got so high, that none of the measuring uh devices could even go that high, and they all shut down worldwide and also the uh magnet magnetosphere, or Wait the ma- is- the magnet readings from um heart institute that one went down too what when was it was that your question derek when yeah, yeah when um what's today he was talking about it like on the
1: eighth okay so it's a current thing well i wouldn't i don't read that as uh they went down that's more of they the ones in charge of them stopped letting us see what the readings were doing and it shows different things so um and i know you weren't being specific no
0: it's it's it seems more like that it spiked so high they didn't have the capability to actually measure it on
1: those devices yeah
0: Yeah, you know, Um, but it was it was it it was a really interesting take on because, again, we had been talking about feelings on something different. And this guy just laid it out all the, you know, scientific measurements that show that, yes, we're in a very, very active, energetic. We're not in the same place. You're never in the same place from second to second. But the place we're into is just full of energies so people, if you're feeling like you're, you know, can't remember names and stuff like this, it's we're energy bodies and we're reacting to the energies around us. And, you know, it's it's little glitches as you as an energy body are adjusting to the new energies. So don't get panicky <laughs> like Walter did. Walter had said it, so I didn't get panicky. I just thought it was really interesting. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, okay, so what else did we want to say on that, Walt? You got something? Uh, not Nothing that is non-panicky. <laughs> okay. Hey, Mark, are you out there? Are you having glitches in your matrix brain?
2: <laughs> uh, not as much as that. Uh but that was a really good show. I do recommend people listen to that. I, I really liked um <clears throat> Dolly's uh description of her experiences. Like she's moving up in, in, in 4D and maybe you guys can clarify the difference between uh fourth density and fourth dimension. But um I was thinking of this this other person who I listen to regularly, Penny Kelly. She's big on like the crop circles and consciousness and intuition. How is she um, doing?
3: Is she, is she okay after the operation?
2: Yeah, um, she did give an update. Uh, she You can find her on regular podcasts. So it was, uh, yeah, she gave a description of it and um, it got a lot of healing energy. And the surgery was a necessary part of her evolution towards higher fourth and into fifth. And um, she even dreamed about or talked to her guides about it beforehand and, and just, yeah, it was strange because she's always um helping people with their issues and remote viewing, perceiving. So, um yeah, it's a good update. Check it out on, on her um Rumble page or I think it's even in her YouTube. But uh
0: That was Penny Kelly?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh she works talks to Jean Claude every once in a while, but does her own thing. Uh and has an a, a book called Revival of How to Help Construct a New Earth. So, um recommend people check out her latest stuff. And she does a monthly thing called the look-see of what to expect coming up in the next month and how to prepare. So it's really, um, you know, hands-on in as much as she gets into spiritual consciousness stuff. But um, what was I getting at? Oh, yeah. So Dolly's description of how she's um, changing and, and advancing is very similar to what Penny Kelly experienced, like, during... Before and after the um, her going to the hospital, like all of a sudden, it, it's I, I want to say it's almost similar to what, Walt. Her, I mean experience when he went to the hospital, but in in Penny's own unique way, and, and that makes sense. Um, but I bring her up because um, I'm compa- not comparing, but sort of uh, uh, comparing, contrasting Dolly's experience with hers in that, um, like she's been talking to her pets to telepathically and is noticing changes in, in, in thought and, and consciousness. So, uh, she didn't really have the thing with, with the language, but I, yeah, it looks like everybody's experiencing it differently. It's just, uh, I see Dolly's changes also moving into fifth and is, is kind of a canary in the coal mine too. Uh, how I looked at it and, and seeing everybody's notable, uh, you know, changes and, and, and highlights. I don't know if that makes sense. But that's all I have to share about that.
3: Thank you. Yeah,
0: um, yeah it's uh, – but don't, you know <laughs> – Blame it on the energy changes before you think you're losing your mind and gra- grab a drug. <laughs> you know, don't do that. It's it's we're gonna ride through this. It's just a, we've done this before in other incarnations and other places. So we're gonna make it through, and we're gonna be much better for it. But you you, you asked them sort of like about the fifth uh, density in the fifth dimension. Is that what you were talking about? Is densities and dimension just two words for the same kind of phenomenon?
1: Yeah. Derek, it's, what do you think?
0: Oh, go I ahead.
1: mean, yeah, yes is, a, is an answer. But, I mean, um, I, I use it differently because, you know, people perceive it differently. So, when they think dimension, often they think a, a different away place. But it's really a different, think different angle of perspective or something like that and or density then if you use that word, it it you know pulls in the the envision or the vision of um it's all already there like tuning that radio you can jump from country to blues to rap whatever um and that's like that or thinking of a fan spinning really fast it's there you just can't perceive it. Um so I mean it depends who you're talking to on whether it's the same thing or not because anything can be expanded on in an understanding. And that's why I try and you know I talk so much about it is because, it is it, you know, the dimension thing, it's everybody is. I used to think, too, is a different way place. Somebody's like up there. They have to come down here and meet this. No, because I sit here and do sessions. And just in my head and I'm not uh, my physical body isn't going anywhere. I can tune in to other densities. Um, and I'm not having a remote view to another dimension. I'm not moving in the office to another space or angle or something like that. So for at least me, and I'm not out to listen to all these podcasts, so it may not be spelled out that way, anywhere else, I don't know. But density, it's just a tuning, um, and I don't know how else to describe it really, and even if you want me to more. Um, but that's was my response.
2: Yeah, yeah, I want to want to um, have questions about that because, um, and, and and for the for for Nancy and Walt too is is the, there's this um is there a split happening with people who want to stay in the old 3d earth and i think dolly talked about this too old 3d earth versus those who are moving along with where the rest of or and earth is going into because supposedly we're in lower fourth right now and going into um, um you know going up so is there a thing where the people who stay in fear and like believe in all of the medical stuff that they're gonna go on some kind of uh lower 3d negative earth or something or is is, is is um are they coming along with with us how, how does that work or nobody's or is, going
1: anywhere just... it's a perception okay. thing because that's already happened it's always been a thing meaning there i have a, a client with a whole family who was in a car down downtown seattle half of them looked up they saw literally big old ufo i don't know a couple hundred yards across the the ones you hear about all the time um and then some of them just don't acknowledge it or don't see it. So that's already the difference. So nobody's going anywhere. There's not going to be a split. And I've heard it described that way by people. So I'm not dissing anybody, but it's always, it's it's convoluted. So yeah. there's going to be no, yeah, no big ascension thing. What's going to happen is a heightening mm. of your perception.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, you're going to pick up on more or you're just not, it's just not going to be any reality. You're not going to come across yeah. it.
3: The biggest split is the split between you and your relatives that don't see what you're seeing. That's, that's a split right there.
1: Yep. I was talking to people about that yesterday, exact or friends and anybody around you. That, and, but also, realize not everybody is meant to perceive that. Otherwise, you wouldn't be perceiving more. you'd be perceiving the same. So there's, it can be run a hundred different ways, but long story short, none of not that we are. None of us should dis. Or expect everyone around us to jump on the metaphysical bandwagon. That's not a thing. That was never going to happen. Um, or <laughs> it, it just doesn't even make sense that way. So, um, you know, give suggestions, tips, and this, that, and the other. But, yeah, often family, friends, husbands, wives. It doesn't matter who, kids. You'll start to feel separation. That doesn't mean, oh, you don't get the woo-woo. You're out of my life. No. Keep it on the topics or levels of perception they pick up on. 3D, maybe Friday night in front of them at best. And that's most of us when we're kids, by the way. So a lot of us got to grow up from that limited understanding. Who says the others don't get that pocket of time? Um, but no. And, you know, I'm not here with this anyway, but no, there's not a one moment or this number that are jumping. You didn't ask this. I've heard it all from jumping up on spaceships and they're doing this, that, and the other. I'm like, what the heck? I don't even understand where all that stuff's coming from. It's It's just more... Energy or frequencies are becoming available, and if we tune into them, it will heighten our reality into the 90% metaphysical, which means other beings, entities, feelings, um, all that remote stuff I talk about as well as Nancy does. That's what it is. Um, And so nobody's going to disappear. I've heard that one, too, where, boom, 50% of the people, or 30 or 100, you know, pick your number, different story, different time, um, are going to just zap out of existence. Not a thing either. Um, and I'll oh. stick by all that. I should put all that. In the well book. Are,
3: are, are, aren't those the religious fundamentalists that are preaching that people are going to disappear?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the titles for them, but not even just them. I've heard it from the metaphysical community too. And I got no I'm a blunt guy. I got nothing to say. I'm not worried about it. I'll put it out. So maybe I should put some of that stuff in the book and I'll I'll call BS on a lot of that stuff. It just it doesn't make sense. And I hear I've heard and I'm, I'm not going to any names now, but I've Listen to some people and I just say I get to perceive them as they're doing it. So I'm looking at where they're looking or getting their input from. And unless they're aware of who they're actually channeling this information from and that group, you know, there's always more to the story. And usually I see a Friday night view um, at best, if that even makes sense what I'm putting out there. Um, It's it's limited. It's so I don't know. I've
0: got I got an interesting kind of addition to that. So the stray cats, I need to make a, a shelter for them. And then I look at my porch and I decide, oh, I can just put a porch, cover the porch. And, you know, they got a little room there. So I hire this guy and I think he understands what I'm saying. But he starts to we're talking about four by fours. He, he comes and he brings me six by six to hold up a, I mean it's like it was such an overbuild it was like what in the hell are you thinking I mean I if it was it was it turned into be kind of a little not so feeling good thing but I finally decided he's not listening to me he's in his own trip I'm just going to stand back and see what happens and crazy shit I mean like crazy shit but he finally gets it so that the roof is on he's put in the Uh, The front window everything is 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 going, you know, and I take a walk toward halfway down the driveway and I turn around and I look at the porch. Now, this is this is this is what I want to tell you. When I looked at the porch, I've lived here for 38 years. When I looked at the porch, I thought, my God, that porch has always been there. I just didn't see it. Yeah, and 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 it makes sense to me because the porch is this the slab that this little house is on is again an overbuilt it's a huge slab, and they there was enough area to put a an eight by ten room, plus there's still you know uh, the base is still you know got room on the outside, but somebody had built a stone wall type of thing out of concrete bricks bricks they were uh, concrete blocks and they were three blocks high all around marking out this eight by ten i think somebody else saw this room this porch i don't think somebody built it and then it deteriorated and it was turned and taken down because even the brick wall wasn't completely finished but somebody had that image and then, you know, 38 years later after I've got it, and the, the building is probably 80, 90 years old. I get... I mean, I, there was no way. I didn't have the money. I didn't have anything. But all of the windows showed up. The door showed up. The guy shows up. And boom, they build it. And I'm going like, man, this thing has always been here. I just didn't see it. Does that make sense to you, Derek? <laughs> that, you know, that there, there's even... Places and spaces that are in a different energy field that you can make real if you can find these things and say, "Oh, I think I can do this." You know, it's
3: it's just this very strange thing. <laughs> yeah. Welcome it's, to it's, the world of the projector. We go through life being invisible, through so yeah. I know I know what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I, and what's funny, Anthony, <laughs> I agree. Um, what I'm looking at in the background, that you guys won't be able to see, is the the folks over at uh, Crow 777 and Secrets of Saturn, which are other podcasts, just sent me, you'll understand why I'm saying this in a moment, a little video of golf ball-sized hailstones. Think of what said, Nancy, you're the only one that's going to know this. Think of what a synchronicity that is, because we did skip over that, by the way, when we were talking earlier. Um, and they're showing me what's landed in their backyard. Um, So do you want to do you want me to jump into the, and then you take over the Arizona story that we never finished or got into? Yeah, go 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 ahead because,
0: (coughs) go ahead because it's such a teaching moment. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting because I was thinking, ah, do I need to? So I am sitting listening to you in this last segment just now, last few minutes, thinking, ah, you know, I don't want to come back around. We talked about Arizona, and all of a sudden I get a ding ding on my Facebook thing. I open it up, so that's what I'm getting at, and all of a sudden I'm seeing these golf ball-sized hailstones. And that's when I just started talking to you. So I'm just saying that so everybody understands how quick and fast these synchronicities um, play out in our lives. Um, And that was just the last few moments. So what I'm now going to tell you is a story I didn't get into. On this Arizona trip, (laughs) I'm going to sound like a fool, so you got to try and bring it back around, Nancy, when you can. But I got really angry at my windshield wipers. So Um, It was my driver's side windshield wiper specifically. Um, And I I mean, I'm kind of having fun with it, but it was one of those deals where they probably were older, they needed to be replaced. Um, And I think it's really because I go from Arizona back up here so often they get hard and cold and frozen. And so long story short, the driver's side one was squeaking. That was the whole deal. It wasn't the end of the world, but I'm also on a 20 something hour road trip. And I'm usually driving in the middle of the night, so I don't get to just pull over and replace windshields. So it's not like I'm, you know, it's, again, that big a deal. But yeah, it annoyed the hell out of me. I wasn't happy with it. I had a lot of my focus because I'm trying to listen to a certain, um, again, that's the only time I even get to listen to a podcast or a show of any kind. So I was going through some, I think it was some Greg Braden stuff. Um, and there was some, you know, squeak, squeak, it know, just, that's that, you know, torture they talk about. So that was happening. And I'm talking about that for a reason. So that happened on the way down there. And then Arizona trip, bought stuff, got stuff, started heading out, and I'm in, I'm not far from, I'm in the Mojave Desert, so not telling about where I was exactly. I don't know. We can look at the metadata on the photo or image I took, the video. Um, but it starts the windshield wipers doing that again. It's, it's, it's just, it's morning, by the way, so it's misty out. So the windshield wipers are automatic. I don't turn them on. It just does it when it perceives. So it was uh, hoggy, and, uh, hoggy. <laughs> foggy and hazy out. Um, so the windshield wiper little eye triggered them and it starts squeaking again. So then I'm like, oh my gosh, just what I need in the morning, I'm starting this. It's going to be a 21 hour trip for me. I'm um, pulling over for gas and I don't even pull over for food ever because I bring my own, even my own water I bring. I learned the hard way, and all of that. So all of a sudden, I'm, I look up and I see this. I'm out. Remember, I'm out in the desert, so I can look through my. And I'm in a big truck, so it's a massive five foot size windshield. So I see a. What I'm getting at here is I see a whole lot of desert space and mountains ahead of me. So a lot of vision. It's not like those buildings around me. Um, and I'm out. If for those that want to know, I'm out. Where am I at? California, Arizona border ish area. Um, so. I don't believe this. I'm not really sure the area. So of, of which city for those that are local, but I'm driving down the highway, and I can see. Literally, it's a stretch. It's one of those deals where you're driving down the highway and you can see. Nancy, do you want me to stop and we go to break, and pick it up or not? I just glanced at the clock. Or do you want to continue? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, we could do that. I'm. I've got the picture of the windshield wiper. I'm trying to get it up into chat.
1: Okay so, so, okay, so let me all right, break and I'll
0: go from there. Well, we'll know what we're talking about after the break, so Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back.
2: Sorry about that. I had another mute button on. Uh, welcome
0: back to the Shungite Reality Show. It's March 21st, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva, D- Derek Condit, and Mike, Mark, Mark Joseph. Um, Derek, do you remember where you were at?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I was basically just telling everybody, um, let's see, we were, I was driving down the highway, and I could see, you know, a great distance. Um, and then actually during the break, it reminded me of another story. I, I will see if we have time to get into um, kind of the same lines. Was driving, saw, um, again, I could see miles around me. So I saw down, uh, I'm trying to think about Highway I, uh, highway 40. And uh, it goes from Arizona to California. Um, so I could see a cloud. And I don't know the distance. It's hard to tell. Um, but literally, you could see mountains as far away as your eye can see. There's nothing blocking it. So some distance away, I could see. A cloud formation looked like a storm over directly over the highway, which was unusual itself. And then actually, oddly enough, beforehand, i had um been prompted to, you know, and I'm not that guy that just sits and takes pictures out my window while I'm driving, but I was led in my head to pay attention. I'm like, okay, I look out and all of a sudden there's some really unusual I don't I don't really think I even said you these Nancy, uh, purple and White flowers growing all through the desert in this certain stretch of road that I was on, and that was an, and I go here all the time, different times of the year, and I just hadn't seen that, so I thought that was odd. Um, and of course, I got this sky in the background in it as well. Um, so, and there were, <clears throat> excuse me, so hazy clouds here and there wherever, but it wasn't a big stormy day. It was blue sky with patchy clouds. So I'm driving down the highway, and a really distinct cloud was over the highway and I started realizing and grabbed my attention even more so because, and evidently it's a thing, but I didn't know it, uh, lightning was striking going horizontally and it was going from side to side. Um, Didn't, wasn't striking the ground. I mean, it might've been in other areas, I don't know, but that's what caught my attention. It was really bright because again, it was daytime. Um, So that caught my attention. And then as I'm paying attention to that, just approaching it, all of a sudden, it seemed like from nowhere, and there's other vehicles around I me mean, lots of cars some some big rigs trucks um and i'm in a, a larger um pickup truck um so uh, uh lifted one because i haul a lot of rocks back so it's bigger and there's a reason i'm telling you that um so all of a sudden from nowhere and i think uh, it looks like nancy you shared what an image oh okay of the aftermath i'm driving and then all of a sudden hail from nowhere and i'm looking around I'm still mostly blue skies around us against some patchy clouds but not a big storm deal going on um hail starts hitting the truck windshield and i grab my phone so i get a little bit of video of it and then all of a sudden in just moments it goes from just typical hail where again the windshield wipers turn on on their own to what appeared to be like quarter size hail pieces the size of a u.s quarter and then it went up from there and even once that started happening, where it started sounding like, you know, it was going to literally shatter my windshield, drop the phone, drop everything, blow way the heck down, as I'm assuming everybody else did. Because I don't know, it was literally a wall. And I didn't get into this much with you, Nancy. But it was like snap of a finger. You could see and then you couldn't because the hail and water hitting you, your windshield wipers and mine did go on hyper mode to try and keep up with it. Couldn't keep the the water and the ice off, so you still couldn't see. Um, and then it's such a blanket of water, it's like you're trying to look through a swimming pool. I mean, it was just weird. And I've been a lot of places, been around the planet, lots of storms and deserts. Um, and this was extreme from my perspective. So, and then really qu- rapidly in just seconds, golf ball-sized hail balls um, or stones or clusters start hitting the windshield um, and I don't know if I mentioned this either. That's when I was watching it. I don't know how? Well, because they're so big, probably. At the last second before they would hit the windshield, I would see the piece of hail. Not all of them, but some of them, if it was in my line of sight, and that it was a bunch of smaller pieces of ice stuck together. I didn't know what a hail. You know, I, usually when I see hail, it's already hit the ground, and and this may be a normal thing, and I don't know. But it was um, clustered small pieces of ice. And again, I only could figure that out because they were getting over the size of a um, golf ball. And I was 100% guaranteed. I knew it was going to shatter my windshield. Uh, my headlights dent up the car, um, things like that. Uh, so as I, And I slow down. I see the vehicles around me. It's, I don't know, two or three-lane highway at that point. Every single vehicle, or a car, I'll say car, so anything smaller than my truck. Windshields were taken out, shattered, broken, they ended up all off in ditches. Um, luckily, it wasn't a real, we were in the desert, so there were, um, well, I don't know what you call them, but it's for the uh, different runoff of the storm, so there's different drainage areas, and they were the cars, like a couple Mustangs I saw, um, all got flung off the road, none of them were able to stay on. I had thrown my truck in a four-wheel drive while I was driving, luckily it can to even maintain because we're driving on several sheets of broken ice by now because this hailstorm, again, that size chunks in moments added up to that. Um, And when I, when all was said and done, literally moments later, I turned around again and just in front of me because I wasn't at the very, you know, beginning I don't know how it really worked, but there were cars. So it must've been moving toward us, I guess, because there were still multiple cars. Every car was in a ditch. Um, or an embankment, you know, off the road, broken windshield, just, just beat the heck up um, and on their cell phones already. So it looked like it must have been traveling toward me down the highway. I don't really know. Um, and the only ones that actually made it through, this little tiny, what I'm calling little tiny hailstorm cluster, and it was small, um, were the big rig trucks and myself. Uh, no other vehicles made it uh, that I saw. Uh, and I did not, I don't know how, but my windshield ended up not actually um, shattering well, I, and that's amazing to me um, from some of the video um, I got of the clusters before I even hit the big stuff. And then during, here's the key point: remember, Derek angry at his windshield wipers. You know what kind of logic does that make? That is the only damage my entire, entire truck took, and it didn't just hit the windshield wiper; it shattered just the one windshield wiper on the driver's side um, that had been giving me some issues. And that kind of was a little. You know, caught me off guard as well, and I ended up having to later on pull over and I was getting gas because then I had to take the windshield wiper and pull it away from the windshield because the um, hail ball by then um, literally hit it and just destroyed it into pieces. So then I had to go pull off the rest of the I don't know what's called but the windshield housing that actually mounts on there. Um, So that happened. I don't know if you want to jump in, Nancy, and have any comments um, on that, but it was yeah,
0: yeah, because. You know, I mean, everything he was telling me was like, this is this is not normal. (laughs) You know, you don't have a a hailstorm come up in a desert situation uh, right over the road where he's traveling through. And what is he focused on? I mean, he he was still pissed at the windshield wiper when he was talking to me (laughs) and it just was making a squeak, 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 squeak. You know, and he, it just made him crazy. So he focused on that. Now, Derek is an odd person. You may have noticed this. He has a tremendous amount of focusing ability that is linked to a tremendous amount of energetic, explosive capability. Let's put it that way. So me, in my the way that I think, I listened to the story and I went, oh so you were pissed off at that windshield wiper and you started putting out this i want it to stop so the universe of spiritual creativity or manifestation comes in and says what are we going to do to stop this this squeaky noise you know are they going to try to get a little uh i don't know wd-40 and put it on there or you know well, Derek's screaming. He wants it stopped. Okay, we'll stop it. How are you going to do that? Let's have a hailstorm and we'll throw we'll throw the hail at the windshield wiper and then and we'll get rid of it. Well, yeah, you got rid of the windshield wiper problem, but you took out a bunch of other cars. Now, to me and this is very real I mean I'm laughing about it but this is this is to me what happens is that a lot of these strange things that happen around you is because somebody is focusing a tremendous amount of energy that especially in this time and place I mean we talk about dimensional changes and density changes we are in a in a place in space where our abilities are turning on but also the malleability of reality is 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 happening because why well because the stable reality that everybody thought we had is gone the old world is gone never to be seen again we are in a new place where nothing is really the way it was and so where are we so you got a lot of people questioning and looking at different layers of reality and in doing so manifestation opens up because there's nothing there's not enough remember Reality is what you think it is. The second one is majority rules. That's how much energy. So if you got a lot of energy holding together a reality, then that's the reality you see. But when everybody's like, I don't know what's real anymore, then you got a lot of flexibility. So it was a a demonstration of where we really are, that Derek could have focused on anything and something would have happened at it because he's who he is. He's got a lot of power behind him. And because we're in a malleable situation. So I'm just using this as an example. When you get angry, you you can do some damage just because you're angry. You know, let that stuff go. Because right now, you could be angry, you could scream, you could holler, and nothing's going to happen because everybody else is fine. But right now, when you get angry, when you get focused on something, boom. Bad things can happen. But if you turn it around and you say, look it, that's the power that we have. We're just not using it right. We need to learn to be able to focus it. And that's one of the reasons that I'm so into to Shungite. Because when you got the Shungite, your ability to focus is increased. you It's just, there's something about the Shungite that gives you, um, I want to stay stability, that keeps you in a focused track. So, yeah, I just wanted to that that's my take on it because it was uh
3: So he could have used the focus to fix the rubber?
0: He could have, but he wasn't thinking that way. Oh. Uh, he could have said, he could have said, "I don't have a contract with that damn noise anymore." No contract.
1: I just shared a short video of it, a link in chat for those that want to see it sort of thing. Um Oh uh yeah, well, I don't know here. We have not much more, so I can tell you a little bit. um I don't know what I told you, Nancy, but when I first um it can go other ways, so i have so I have a not so happy story of some stuff that happened when I was driving around when I got that silver Jeep some years ago. It was new to me, not new, but new to me, and I needed it for the whole I won't get into the whole story, but lived in Darrington at the time, had to drive over Lily Mountains to get to work. Domestical um, wares and other places, so ended up getting that. <clears throat> excuse me. And on the first trip over the mountains in it, of course, I'm excited about having the jeep. Um, you know, driving around, taking that first first trip, kind of thing. And here's the bad part. Unfortunately, during those heightened moments, other things can happen. Here's what I'm, I'm doing as a learning um, uh, story. I had it was two or three bats and then two birds. Unfortunately fly directly at me into my windshield well on that trip and it was all in you know a span of i don't know 15 20 minutes how many what did you say it was five total and i could absolutely identify two or back as you see them though it was obvious and the other ones were birds so five flying creatures and it was three bats and two birds why we- were there bats flying in the daytime and that's, and, that's, and that's not the only thing. I had another truck. I did the same thing. I have told this story. I, never, I don't think about these things. I don't clue them together. I had a spike, maybe I told you years ago, a one-inch, I don't know, it would look like a, it's not a railroad spike, but a big old nail they use for beams and stuff in construction, literally fly out of the back of a pickup. There's not a bumpy road. It's nothing like that. I'm on a highway. Fly out of an oncoming truck, and there's nobody in the back of the truck. Launched straight through my windshield at me in the, in the truck and just the head of the nail. And this thing is 11 inches long. Probably is all that stopped at the last second. And I can see it coming through the air. Um, you know, so I like to believe that I caught it anyway. Well, who, who knows? hero Derek. but luckily for me, it stopped at the last second. And so all of a sudden I'm looking, I'm like, Oh, there's an 11 inch, which is now just a few inches from my head, by the way. Um, nail spike thing, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, sticking. Out. So I, I got lots of stories like that, but in the animal ones, um, and I wasn't focusing on the nail. I was heightened energy, and I'll, I don't. I can't describe it all, but things come towards you or me at least at me, and it can be people, animals, objects. If I'm heightened energetically, um, and it's not always good, which is why I brought up the jeep story. Um, all the bats knew, and the birds. Big, they didn't see the jeep. They saw a big energy ball coming down the road. I was heightened, blah, blah, and they went straight at it. And I've had deer do this, all kinds of stuff. I'm not talking about your typical animal running across the road. I'm talking about running at me sort of deal. Um, so, yeah, and this, the, the story behind this is, yeah, our thoughts matter, definitely. So I'm going to definitely need another story out, but I, I'll get vague about it. I caught myself thinking about somebody in not a good way, definitely got the immediate feedback and realized you better catch yourself your thoughts absolutely matter. Um, so we don't, you know, even if somebody cuts you off on the road, that's a that can be a bad thing, too. If you get too heightened from that, let's say they do it to me and I get all angry and mad. Kind of, well, you know, better hang on, guy. You may get a flat tire. And that's not a bragging thing. That's just a saying, hey, these energies are real. And whether you think you can do it yourself, and everybody can, there are those of us that it's just happening to. So there was a whole... I'll say energy release for those people that were around me in the cars when that storm happened. It wasn't a random thing. They were meant to be there. They knew there was going to be a circumstance to where, and none of them were physically injured. They were all getting out of the cars and walking kind of thing, so it wasn't that that drastic of a thing. There weren't ambulances, just tow trucks and police. Um, so, and, you know, some would call it a karmic release thing. Um, I, it's just energy. But, yeah, Nancy, it was five different critters on that one trip in that one span. And then by then, I'm like, then I'm getting angry. I'm going, what in the heck is going on? I'm getting pissed because little critters are flying at me. So then we, you know, pull over sort of deal. But yeah, it happens in all different ways.
0: Well, every time I go out to my front yard and somebody is thrown trash, they seem to think my yard is a trash heap. And it isn't. It's just <laughs> whatever. I go out there. I pick it up. And as I pick it up, I said, you're not going to know why you're having a bad day, but it's me. <laughs> because uh, to me, it, it's so disrespectful, not just to, to Mother Nature, but to the people who own property that you eat a sandwich and throw your garbage out in front of my on, on my property in the soil that I really do get to steal. it's about the only thing that makes me angry. You know, I just want to I'm so fed up with human beings that they could even do this. And I know it's a minor thing to most people, but it's just it, to me, it's it's something I've been doing this for a long time, picking up other people's trash. So, yeah, I actually do that. I say, you don't know why you're having a bad day, but it's me. And I shouldn't do it. <laughs> but uh, <probably>. I
1: just, <laughs> probably well, we all catch ourselves in those moments. I'm I'm not. Yeah. I do things, too. So you just got to catch up and, you know, catch yourself is all.
0: You got to be uh, nice all the time. Otherwise, you know, it, it's it's just because I'm, I'm working on that. I'm really working on being even nicer than I am. You know, I spend more time just conversing with the animals, with making a call to a friend I'm trying to be nicer I'm trying to put out those I spend all this time talking about the awfulness in the world you know I'm trying to reverse that I'm trying to give as much goodness out there as I can and I think that we have to get the, the, the human beings have to get there yeah there's a lot of crap happening out there but take it one step at a time and take the time to smell the roses and, and hug a cat you know or another person it's easier to hug a cat. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're in a very, very interesting place in space. So I guess we covered that one. Should we ask Mark if he's got another subject?
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably I was just thinking that as well. And then the only other thing we can come back around to the security alert. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, we want to talk let's about jump that. to Mark first.
2: Oh, yeah. So with all the things you're talking about, even in the last hour, what is it in the store people can get uh, expensive or inexpensive to, I mean, both ways where uh, we can get clarity for our own uh, transition into the higher frequencies and also for, um, you know, friends and and family, like uh, recommended items in your store?
1: Um. Yeah, no, as as everyone knows, I'm going to default to Shungite, of course. But now here's the one aspect of it. So yeah, you can get Shungite in many forms: jewelry, bracelets, rocks, all sorts of things. Um, and I have all those around me and trinket. But what I in this time, that's what you were saying talking about. What I just use the other, and I don't know here. This can be a Walt thing, probably, but the spot on the back of our heads, I guess where you would loosely say your head meets um, the your neck. Uh, somebody told me it's called the atlas or something like that. I don't know. Not uh, is it okay? Um, so you mean the nape of the neck? Okay. I uh, yes, I believe in the yes. Mine, what it does is gets heat, and probably everybody's again. I don't know. I, remember I only perceive mine? Does get heightened when I get boosted? It grow. It gets bigger. I don't know what to tell you about that. It heats up. I mean, really bad. So what I'm saying is. When I'm doing more of the woo-woo stuff, um, delving into densities that I'm I'm picking up more on now, I'll put it that way again, that, whatever it is, and I don't know if it's a gland, um, I'm just straight up ignorant to that, Um, what I put shungite skin balm on is when I get, and or honey, by the way, and what that'll do is have a, 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 for me, have a huge effect, and that's a great way to keep the shungite there, too, Um, And I can't tell you if it's a combo of the beeswax, the shungite and the silver, probably yes to all the above. But putting that on there or your third eye, so yep, right on your forehead, it does affect your pineal gland. I know it's not in line with that if you look physiologically through, doesn't matter. And your throat and armpits. Those are just a few suggestions um, where I'm going to call those my metaphysical muscles. Those are areas on my energy body. That yes correlates your physical body where I just told you that are being heightened or boosted with the frequencies coming in. I didn't get a manual. I can't tell you that. Into your frequencies, doing this out of the other. I'm just saying that's that's again my metaphysical muscles that are just getting heightened, to doing what I do. Um, doing the readings, the psychic stuff, the energy flinging, all that stuff, lifting the again just for ease of conversation. The metaphysical weights out there. So. That's where I'm putting that. And if I want to, if I'm working on, you know, my chakras or kundalini or things, same thing. Take the shungite skin balm because you're tying in a physical aspect with good organic ingredients and shungite and silver with your intention and emotions about activating, say, your kundalini, if that's what you're doing. And then you're going through the physical process of actually, yeah, And for those who don't know, it's like a large chapstick tube. Draw that sucker just up and down your back or have somebody do it for you or, again, on in front, wherever. And all of those layers that you're getting involved, many of them are what we call metaphysical. So you're going to have a really big boost doing it that way is what I'm saying. So it's not – you need to look at it that way rather than just go, oh, that's the magic tube of shungai Skin bomb. It's going to do this. Well, I wouldn't hold your breath on that. It's you realizing you already have these things and that that tool – and shunga you know it's all the understanding of it um you're going to become a, a wine taster and energy wise not just drinking mad dog um and it, it makes a difference <clears throat> i don't know if anybody even knows what i've been talking about there um but coming at it from all those aspects <clears throat> you'll get a, a much stronger effect so in short mark <laughs> skin balm and or honey and yeah even the honey on you physically just get some um medical gauze or something like that a medical tape whatever you got to do to have it not get on you know your sheets or clothing or something like that um and and the same thing would be the skin cream we have so any of those have the shungite and silver ingredients that can help you in these times um that's what i've been using
2: do you still offer that that weekly scalar thing on your yeah list?
1: that's that's still going on that's a good idea too <clears throat> um so every friday you can sign up for free um, at mysticalwars.com, and, and then once a month I do a free session as well, and they're all remote, nothing involved. You literally put your name on a list, and you can forget about it from that point on, but automatically on Friday for 12 hours, 8 to 8 Pacific time, I turn on the scalar unit with the person's name, um, everybody's, in there, and then they will benefit from those um, scalar wave, and then the frequencies vary by week. Like, I don't know, this Friday's uh, micronutrients – and even that, I just I have to pick a short term um, because some people go, well, what is that? And, you know, I can only explain so much at any one time. But my point is we do swap that out from immune system boost, overall well-being, um, and they vary week to week. So, yeah, you can sign up at our website.
2: So we need to do that, like, uh, every week. So after, like, uh, Friday or Saturday, then we go back to your site and then put the, per- the person's name?
1: Yeah, usually I try and get it up before this get session even starts. I try and get it that morning. It just really depends what's going on. But typically, in that same day, you can go right back around, but not before. So you won't get to go Thursday to sign up for the next week's one. You got to wait till that Friday. Sometime on that Friday, occasionally it doesn't get up till Saturday. You can check back, but usually Friday. Yes, the next one will already be up where you can do it. It has to be done weekly because, again, I vary the frequencies. Um, yeah, you don't. And it, it, that's a whole. Like, I know you guys don't like it but that's a whole nother show in itself there um the scalar show we've done it we'll probably do it again i'm sure um on why that is but yeah you need to re you know just think energy contract each week re doing your commitment your portion of it opening up to it kind of thing i'll just kind of leave it there but yeah it's weekly
0: and it could be for more than one person
1: yep and to do that so if anyone says name and last name Under your name, put Bob, Joe, Fluffy, your fish. I don't care what you put on there, however you want to do it. Um, And again, another conversation on that one, on the awareness level. I I just can't go into all aspects every time these things are brought up. So the bigger point is, yes, you can put multiple people on that one sign-up form and not worry about it.
2: So and then if people want to get more involved in other scalar Options you do have that too. Can you detail us on that?
1: Yeah, that's not a bad idea because you can get private sessions. We do too, where it's focused on just you and not a group thing. So you will get your specific frequencies, and not that it takes away if you're on the group list. It's because it's frequency. It's not like a you know, 12 people walk into a room, listen to music, and then that 13th person makes the volume go down. That's not a thing. So you know, loosely think that way in scalar. So it's always available. The same strength. Um, But at least this way, it can be, you know, a custom recipe for you. So if you're having that, you know, tummy problem or whatever, you know, whatever the thing is, there's tens of thousands of rife frequency codes. You don't have to pick through them either. You the people can be really vague on the clients and just say, hey, this general area, blah, blah, blah. And I'll go through and specialize that. Um, But yes, private sessions are available. And again, they're all remote. So you don't have to do anything um, once you're signed up.
2: Awesome. Great. Um, I, I want to turn it over to Walt, too, because he also has a, a lot of um, things to help prepare for the <clears throat> New Earth and transition, too. Um, Walt, is there anything you can recommend on, in, in your store? Because, uh, like, for me, uh, you know, I drive a lot for work. Like, San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley, usually. But I, I head out to the, the East Bay, uh, east of Berkeley, too. And I have your... Um, Rose heart resonator and that's that's always in in my car and we d- you did douse that a couple of weeks ago and it covers Even in the car 440 miles despite it being in the covered kind of uh, you know mm-hmm. in the vehicle And so and you do have a car resonator and other devices. So what can you recommend for people? Uh, in in, in you know, the topics we've been talking about um, last hour and this hour
3: well, if you're a person who dr- does a lot of driving around I, I suggest the the car resonator because it's treating the one of the problems of uh, people, you know, driving around. And I, for uh, 11 years, I did a job where I had to be in the car all day long. Uh, physics, you're exposed to all the energies. Now it's even worse because you're driving around in a, in a new car. It's like driving around in a microwave oven. <laughs> there are so many emissions because they have so much Te- technology in the in the cars so the resonators are are using the principle yes they do have the the guide but the uh, the way the energy is being put out by the resonator is based on the principle of uh, Dan winter when he explains about wave conjugation the two coils are putting out frequencies that are separated by the value of one of 1.618 the golden mean ratio. So what happens is that two frequencies create a third and a fourth and a fifth. So you 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 get the cascade of free, multiple uh, fract- fractal f- uh, frequencies. So that space in in the car and around the car, obviously, it's fractal space. It's the closest thing to being out in in the uh, in what do you call it? Uh, a forest or the mountain uh, in a wi- in a wild wild space, not like being inside a, a a city so in a in a way it's it's correcting the energies around you so that you're not because that's that's the biggest problem of city living is that we were exposed to all these energies and they're all i mean when i when I started working with the shanghai and I started dousing all the energies that's that's the thing that' shocked me is okay the energy in the tap water was negative okay the energy in the uh, the gas for the heating was negative the energy in of the uh, ac power was uh, so no wonder life is so uh, degrading in the city living is like all the energies around you are negative but when you apply the shangite to the things around you, then everything gets corrected. So your electricity gets corrected. Uh, I made my resonator. I, I made one for the uh, for the uh, propane gas, uh, one for the for the water. So all, all the elements that are around you that are using an energy like water, gas, electricity, it's it's going to be corrected energy. It's going to be positive energy not not degrading energy, so that it it changes the whole uh, and it, the whole reality around you changes it, you get, you know, a positive energy field, you get a fractal field, as opposed to being exposed to uh, the un- unnatural energies. So the, also the resonators I made, the the different ones, are, are some are for the uh, electricity, others are uh, like, for example, the Ho'oponopono resonator. It puts out an energy field that is a, it's a fractal field of all the um, qualities of the Ho'oponopono. For people that don't know, Ho'oponopono is, a, is a, in Hawaiian metaphysics, it's a process that re- means to set things right. So, um, the gentleman who uh, worked on using the hoponopono energy was a a, a gentleman who was using radionics to work on um, uh, agricultural environments, uh, dealing with uh, crops. And uh, he used radionics to help crops. So, instead of being reliant on uh, fertilizers and uh, and insecticides. He just used radionics. And he found that in, in order to be able to, whenever there's an issue or, or, or with a crop, there he found that there were one, 150 elements to be corrected uh, radionically. Uh, humidity and and mineral content, so there's one hundred and fifty elements needed to be one by one need to need to be checked and need to be corrected in order to do complete correction on that on that on the crop. And to his surprise, when he um, ascertained what was I, I, th- I think he used he, I don't know if he used the radianics or uh, just uh, dowsing. But when he ascertained what, okay, what was the essence frequency of Ho'oponopono itself? When he applied that frequency to the crops, all 150 factors were corrected in one fell soup. So that, that was all that needed, that, that single essence of Ho'oponopono was all that was needed and the crops were corrected. So that's what gave me when I when I read that article, it gave me the idea to uh, develop a resonator that put out that, the essence of hoponopono. That's the one that uh, uh, Jasmine has uh, in, in, <laughs> in uh, she's north of you in the North California.
0: Okay, now, let me interrupt you because we're sorry. getting, on. A, no, 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 no. I just wanted to um, mention something because I don't want to forget it. First off, tomorrow on Radio 5G we're having an hour of Mark Steele and one of the things that he talks about is the dangers of those electric cars because they and he gets into the science and the numbers and how much you know of this and that and the other thing but the bottom line is that they're finding that anybody who sits in an electric car for 30 minutes is going to be made sterile that's what the that's what the statistics are telling us
3: now yikes
0: okay and I, mark is not i've been listening to him for a long time and he was talking long before he met me i haven't seen him wrong so if he's saying that it's because he's got the and he, he actually was quoting the sources for this information so you've got that problem out there you've got <clears throat> you've got the Uh, 5G systems that are being used with the control mechanisms in these cars and you might be in an old 23 year old car like I am but you're still getting all of that energy around you that is unnatural and unhealthy so it's getting worse in a lot of places more and more of this energies are out there so you, you have to keep thinking in terms of not just protecting yourself, but protecting everything around you. So when you go out there, because I did this the other day, I walked out of the house. I didn't even think about anything. I got in the car and I went, something's wrong. And I thought, oh, yeah, because I didn't put a C60 image around the car. I didn't start thinking in terms of beaming Shungite energy, love energy into into the atmosphere around the car. So, again, it's a matter of focus. When you've got something like any kind of a, a, a Shanghai based in my opinion, but any kind of energy device or even a, a little trinket that you got in the car, use those things to focus. Teach yourself to focus on those, and when you see it, you go, oh, yeah, I've got to prepare. Because we're in, a, in an environment where we're becoming more powerful, but if we don't do anything with it, well, that's a statement on what we think about humanity and ourselves. So I, I'm not trying to be pushy here. I'm just trying to tell you that, you know, we are we are the solution. And all of the tools that we talk about are tools to help us get there. There's and we could, I could give you I could tell you I mean they talk about how why does it work? I well I could sit here and talk the science behind it, why all this energy stuff works. And I do sometimes. But the basic thing is, is that as individuals, we've got to become engaged in, in a forceful way, not forceful towards the people around you, but forceful in the way that we are focusing ourselves and our bodies, our energy fields. Everything is energy. And so that's my little pulpit there.
3: So we can't be idle.
0: No, we got to be. active. <laughs> Mark, you got another question. For another statement, observation, etc.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know if, if, if uh, Walt can finish up what he was saying. Also, and he does also. You, know, you do offer scalar um, sessions too, right? Walt?
3: Yeah, I, I just I just uh, rely rely on a, a photo. If the person is able to email me a photo, then I what What I do is i I use the principles of um, radionics in on the use of photos where you I, you take a positive of the photo, then using the the software, I reverse the photo. so I produce the negative. so i I staple the positive over the negative. and that's that's what I put on um between the unit and the two the two p uh, units of the scalar machine. Uh, the reason for that is because when when you're doing uh, that kind of work or like radionic work uh, you need the two elements the, the the positive and the negative of the photo and that captures the entire essence of the person that you're treating I do that because I use photos because I don't, uh, I, uh, very rarely do I get a chance of somebody mailing me a, a nail clipping. <laughs> so, th- you know, that would give me access to uh, their DNA. But if you have their photo, you don't need the uh, nail clipping.
2: Okay, thank you. Uh, is there any recent testimonials that, that you received worth, worth uh, hearing about or sharing?
3: I don't know. I, I, I was waiting for you to tell me what happened with your mom.
2: <laughs> oh, than that,
3: yeah. If it, if it helped her at all, because I I stopped what you what I was running because you asked me to do the uh, the terrain, so I stopped that and I replaced the I, 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 I doused which frequency in particular she needed, so uh, I ended up uh, sticking with um, uh, asthmatic asthmatic bronchitis. That that's what gave me a yes. So that's that that one I ran for seven days, but I don't know if, if there was any progress on her situation or she's still the same.
2: Okay, yeah. Um, so she had to go to the doctor for uh, asthma, mm-hmm. and um, I asked Walt to do like uh, um, to to run some stuff, and and so he did, and, and then uh, went to get a, She went to get a second opinion, and it turned out to be bronchitis. So then he switched it. Um, like halfway and, um, she's on new medication, but, uh, in conjunction with, with what you did and yeah, she's good. Um, so, um, okay. yeah, thank you for that.
3: Now you said, she said, you said she's not here. She's not in the U S
2: yeah. She's in the other side of the ocean. So, um, oh, okay. mm-hmm. uh, so like when, when she had the, um, severe asthma, she went to the beach with like the, the air and the salt water. Um, um, ocean ocean air um yeah so so yeah now, that's kind of it i mean she got better a lot better uh-huh. and um, i mean with the new meds and uh yeah so now i'll keep you when updated I, mm-hmm. when i lived
3: in new york for years and years we used a naturopathic doctor i never went to a regular doctor and without exception he said that he, that all the people that he treated with uh, asthma whether it be children or adults, they all had one thing in common, without exception. They were all devoid of minerals. They had very, very low mineral content. When he treated them with dosages of of multi-minerals, the asthma condition would go away. Mm -hmm. And I saw it, uh, he was saying goodbye to these uh, these two people that were there with the child, and he said, after they left, that they... uh, we were very happy that uh, the, the asthma of the child was gone. He couldn't even go to school. His asthma was so bad. And uh, that's all he did. He treated the child with a massive uh, dosage of uh, minerals, multi-minerals. So he, I don't know why that happens with asthmatics, but he said that's one thing they all share in common.
2: <laughs> okay, but since the diagnosis got changed to bronchitis, would that amount to the same thing, uh, Low low minerals?
3: i don't know it's uh i guess somebody who does a, a blood analysis will be able to tell you
2: right okay yeah yeah and then of course through through uh what you can you can send uh, uh long distance minerals right as frequencies yeah correct okay all right That that's good for people who like scalars not just for you know it, it's such a wide spectrum so um and then you've heard of
3: I saw that they uh, uh, after I downloaded the update to their uh, library, I uh, saw so that they, this the whole this whole new chapter to the library, where they they have all these uh, um, I, I can't remember the spe- specific name to these substances, but uh, in among the list they have CBD, they have they have a uh, co uh, coenzyme Q ten. They have a huge library of of things and nutrients that uh you you that you would otherwise take you know orally and you don't have to because you have it in in this and as energy forms
2: so uh how often do they send you updates for new frequencies or whatever and what would have been the latest ones of that
3: the la- the latest uh, one was uh, several months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, it had been a while since they updated them. So, because I remember when when I just bought the unit and I got it, the uh, the, the, the library was like about forty five thousand uh, frequencies. Now, after the down the update, the frequency list is like above fifty one thousand. So it, it's they've uh, they upped the uh, the number of frequencies in the library.
2: Hmm. Okay uh so is there a thing where um if you send the wrong kind of scalar, then any kind of um uh let, let's say nano bus whatever uh can increase and it could harm the person is there a thing where no to avoid if, that or how does if that you work? send
3: if you send to the person a frequency that it's not for them at all nothing is going to happen because it doesn't resonate if there is resonance between the person and the frequency that's been sent, then yes, that's going to work. This is not like <laughs> with the doctors. They keep experimenting with you. We'll try this drug. Let's see. And, and they keep giving you every week. They give you a different drug until they hit the mark. In the meantime, they've poisoned you with who knows what else <laughs> stuff. No, if if, if, if somebody is sending a frequency that's not for you, Nothing's going to happen because it's not for you. It's not resonant with you. You're going to get a, pos- a positive reaction when because it's it's if it's having a, a resonant effect with you. Otherwise, it doesn't do anything.
2: Yeah, uh, that yeah that that's the reason why I'm asking that because I've been following the story. Uh, these these two people are sharing. Um, mm. So people who have Telegram, check out the. Uh, International Devaccination Rescue Mission page, and also mm-hmm. with Dr. Ariana Love. So Dr. Love is known has been known to go on Stu Peters talking about the the injections and how to counteract that and what's in them. So lately, uh, the the devaccination site, the guy who runs that, and then her, they've been at least claiming that they're able to remove these things. Oh. And so there's apparently some kind of uh, devaccination device, like a machine that uses electricity on the person and magnetism to an extent so there's a whole story backstory with if you go to those two pages it's really interesting i recommend people if you you want to know it, it how sounds
3: the, It sounds like the anti-nano device by this
2: uh, uh, uh Alresco. Alresco. yeah remember there the, are similarities but Tony says you these things are to stay in your body. If you got the injection, they can't be pulled out. These other people claim it, and they have videos and stuff. So just as a cool story and, and seeing mm-hmm. the cutting edge, I, I thought it could interest you. But the reason why I asked that is because um, the devaccinator guy used the machine or the device on her mm-hmm. um, and was able to pull out some stuff that was used on TIs. Um, and, and she didn't get, get the shot. What's TI? Uh, targeted individuals like oh. really heavy nanobot stuff. So oh. it's it just interesting to to hear like their take and then some of the technical aspects of it. And but they use the right frequencies and found some unknown um uh things in there. Uh, I don't know, if unknown frequencies and 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 yeah. So it was a whole whole. uh Well, anyway.
3: I, in my case, I cheat because many times I do, I don't use the library because since I douse I'm able to douse uh, yeah. frequency numbers, mm-hmm. and I and I keep like I keep looking. Okay, what's what's the frequency? Okay, what frequency will uh, will it, for example? I'll ask the question: Is there a frequency that will do this? And if I get a yes, and then I start. Okay, can you give it to me now? Okay, so I have to start. I use the scale of notes, and then I use for the in order to get the intermediate values i use the 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 sense because every the, the space between notes is divided by 100 so it, you get a note and sense so that that's how you can get the intermediate uh, frequency for that and that's how i isolate like, okay the frequency that i need for something specific instead of relying exclusively on the library i i
0: want to jump in here for a second because Again, talking about Mark Steele, in his hour-long presentation, I don't know how many he said. I don't know why they're not all dead. Okay, because he knows the technology should be killing a lot more people than it's doing, and again, it's not because everybody's under a scaler or no shungite or anything. It's because so many people have not made a contract with it, and. All all these people working in energy, I don't, I mean, even Mark. It's like, Mark, it, it's in their minds. If they don't think it's going to happen, it can't happen. But he, he's not hearing that. He's not seeing that. He's just amazed that so many people are not dying. You don't have to die. You, you, people around you don't have to die, and they don't have to go out and get anything. Some people need it because they can't get to the point that I'm trying to get you to. But the fact of the matter is is that you, if you project out there that I don't have a contract for this, no, it's not going to happen. And so many people do because they can't conceive of what we're talking about. It's, it's the inability for the human being to ingest it and then put it back out on the reality that everybody's dying. And that's why an empirical scientist, a quantum physicist like Mark, that is also a weapons expert, You know, can't imagine that people aren't dying because, you know, there's another
3: there's another difference for Mark when he was asking about the difference between fourth dimension and fifth dimension. okay, there it is. You know, there are people you can't get them out of third density. You know, the the virus is real and it's going to kill me. And then you get the people that say, no, I don't I don't think it's, it's not real. So why would anything kill me? Two totally different realities.
2: Also timelines too, right? That was a good discussion and say what show people can go refer back to.
0: Yeah. Derek, you've been silent for a while. Do you have something? That, oh, we wanted to talk about that warning thing, did we? No, we didn't. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just jump in here and tell you what happened. I went to go to Mark's uh, website, and when I put in the URL, which I know it was correct. All of a sudden, there was this malicious. Uh, this website has malicious something or other, and then I've seen this before. And unfortunately, it was things that um, Derek would post in chat, and I'd click on it and I get this. But I have a lot of security on the on the machine, and I thought it was Norton's that was clicking in and saying, "Be careful! This is a you know has a re, you know reputation or whatever." And then I'd forget to tell derek about it but this time because i wanted to go to his we were doing a show i wanted to go to his website i clicked on the little statement below it that said uh continue anyway and so i clicked on that all of a sudden This voice is screaming at me, you've been attacked, you've got cyber, blah, 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 you know, your computer, don't try to shut it down or do anything. If you do, it's, I mean, it was just such a, such a terror thing. And then the voice was AI and it was really creepy. So I suspect there's a certain frequency on that that's probably intended. So what happened was that I, there was a phone number call and they're saying that they're Microsoft security services. And call this number right away. So I I admit that I was a little bit shaken up about this because I'd never seen it before like this. And I didn't seem to have any control over my computer because I couldn't see the start bar at the bottom. It was just the whole screen was this thing screaming at me. So I dialed the number and I get this guy. And it sounds like I just woke him up. And I, I said to him, "How do I know that you're Microsoft Security Services? Because I just told you so." Well, this isn't a response that somebody that is, you know, a trained custom service, customer service person would would do. And I said, "I'm going to hang up now," and I did. And I called. I called Walt. Now, w- what what is key here is that if I had simply done a key operation and walt check me on this if i had said alternate tab alternate tab if i put those buttons in it would have taken me back to the website page that i was on initially because i didn't think i had any control because i couldn't see the start thing i couldn't see an x i couldn't see anything would that be true walt that if i had done a a, an alternate tab i would have gone back the, yeah,
3: uh, it, it, that's why you have those shortcuts because there are in the computer world there, there are certain old functions that will disable the mouse, for example. So that's why accessibility needs to be uh, maintained, and uh, that's what shortcuts do. They they give you accessibility to functions that would not be uh, accessible otherwise. Like a case in point, knocking out the mouse, you notice that th- you. Very good for you. Very good of you to notice that they they took the num- the mouse out in that particular screen. There was no mouse to be used. Yep. But they didn't tell. They don't tell you that. <laughs> you say, so for sure? <laughs>
0: yeah. Just remember alternate tab, alternate tab. And we're down to the last three minutes here, so I'm going to turn it over to Derek and ask him. Do you have anything else that you wanted to mention? Something coming up, or? Anything? Um,
1: no, nothing to, uh, to yet. I mean, some local stuff, but again, we can do that later. We're just, I talked about earlier. We're ramping up the in-store classes and fairs again, things like that. So just stay tuned for our on, um, online calendar on our website and and we'll, we'll get it up there and update it. Um, but no, that's, that's pretty much all I had on my list here for us to chat about other than, oh shoot, I don't have the note in front of me anymore. You'd mentioned something with you and Walz again. Well, are you going to teach that oh. in class now? I want to know. Noise is not there. That was the other thing, Nancy. Um, yeah, I'm going to do – and we do have that one class available on our Mystical Wares YouTube channel, the three-hour one I did on inner expansion It's up there for free still. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to do other classes that I record and or broadcast live from in-store on things like Shungite Beehives and Intro to Beekeeping um similar like the last class cuz it worked out well to where Jalissa was in the chat room I'm I'm the fool in front of the camera and I just go at it and she passes on any messages and it works out pretty well so I'm not having to you know juggle chat and things like that so yes we'll do that what about hailstones will you be able to teach people how
3: to destroy things with hailstones no
1: <laughs> oh not <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening no you don't yeah it's yeah
3: I'll leave that alone too yeah because- no, You can't arrest me if I used hailstones.
1: <laughs> you know. Yeah, prove it.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's
0: funny. Okay, Walt, you want to say uh, adios until tonight at 6 o'clock Eastern? Thank you for
3: having me here today. It's, it's a really fun time to spend it here with you. Uh, we'll see you to here to everyone tonight. Take care.
0: And anything else you've got, Mark, you've got a minute if you want it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm sure the, the quantum cops are going to be calling you guys, right? <laughs> for the, the, the <laughs> hailstorm technique. Uh, no, that's it. Radio 5G tomorrow. And um, check out uh, Derek's updates on Facebook, Mystical Awares Group, and and Shungat Reality Group. And uh, get on that s- scalar-free session and, and and contact Walt for his his uh, approaches, too. So thanks, everybody.
0: I thank you all for being here. And really, mysticalwares.com. There's so much in there, and it's just a fun place. And the energy that comes off that website is a healing experience. So, you know, knock yourselves off. Play the mysticalwares.com tour of energy, love, appreciation, gratitude, and we'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.